man, who's that cat coming down the street? I don't know, but it sounds to me like that whipping man with the bones. Sure having himself a ball. Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today I thought I'd do an NBA edition. Haven't done one of those in a while. Um, we are about at the 25 game mark of the 21-22 season. So let's play some hoops and have some fun. Today is Thursday, December 9th, and this is Paul on Talk Radio, and we're going to do a little hoopla and a little jam a slammer and have some fun. Okay, so I'm sure everybody's heard that song time and time again, and yes, it's associated with the Harlem Globetrotters. But does anybody know the name of that song? For us old-timers, it's probably pretty easy. For the younger crowd, maybe not. The name of the song is Sweet Georgia Brown. Um, Just one of those great songs that came out, I don't know, maybe in the 40s or 50s when jazz um, was a big thing. And uh, probably one of the greatest whistles of all time. My whistle's not too great, but... any rate, thought I'd start off our basketball show with a little sweet Georgia Brown. Um, kind of excited. 25 games into the season. Now there's that whistle. Love that sound. Um, and as promised, um, I'm going to try to keep it. I'm going to put more, com- more comedy and less analytics. Again, that's been the direction here over the last month or two. Um, is to try to bring a bigger audience to the table by adding comedy. Um, I can certainly go down the roads of analytics because numbers are everywhere and all the numbers do, to be quite frank, is just getting me confused. So let's keep it fun and simple and have some fun with the NBA here on Talk Radio with Paul at the Sports Comedy Show. So a team that's just really um, done a 360 and I do mean a 360, is a team in the city of Houston, and that is your Houston Rockets. Well, it's lonesome in this old town. They said it was lonesome in Houston. But these Houston Rockets, I don't really know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. The Houston Rockets are on a seven-game winning streak. Which is probably not the biggest thing in the world, the seven-game winning streak. But here's um, the part that's really bizarre, is before the winning streak of seven in a row, their record was 1-16, and they were absolute garbage. They, I mean, it was, you know, so early into the season, it was clear they might as well just tank the season and hope for their lucks in the lottery. How do you go from 1-16 and and then we go on a seven-game winning streak. Only things like this happen in the city of Houston. That's why I thought I'd get a little Dean Martin to help us out. Because he may understand Houston just a little better than I do. See, Dean says he's in bad shape. The city of Houston's been in bad shape, but they come back. You know, I'm a Houston fan. 
They've had their fair share of uh, problems with weather. Uh, the Astros won the World Series, but lost. Um, so Houston's had their ups and downs. But to have a seven-game winning streak after starting the season 1-16, I don't get it. There's a little bit of magic there in the city of Houston. Congrats to them. Um, I'm just going to quickly look at their lineup and uh, give a shout-out to some of the big boys there that I think are doing it. Um, it turns out Eric Gordon, former Clipper. Also, Jason Tate, he's been hitting hard. So some, some new namers, to be honest, there's no big names on this team. Um, yeah, you got DJ Aguilar and Kevin Porter Jr., but um, they found chemistry, and it's these new young guns. And to be on a seven-game winning streak, and they just took down the Brooklyn Nets um, yesterday, shockingly. So congratulations to Houston. Who knows how far they can run with it. Um, and if they do, we're going to keep playing a little um, Dean Martin Houston because we like it when these teams that look like they're done find a way to, to you know, stay in the mix. Houston. I got a girl waiting for me. Well, at least she said she'd be. Okay, Dean. I got a home and a big Thank you. Bed. Let's take another, let's look and at another team. Let's work. Actually, let's look at the city of Los Angeles. For those who know, um, we have two teams. Now, keep in mind, um, for those that have been following me on the show, first, boy, I want to thank you for, for you know, following me for everything that's been going on here. Um, but last year, when I did NBA, and I did a lot of it because I am a big basketball fan, I attached various songs to, to various teams, and because we're talking in the city of L.A., um, both Clippers and Lakers, this is uh, what we're going to um, cover for both of those teams. So when you talk Los Angeles, besides Clippers and Lakers, they've got a following in L.A., and that's right, because I'm from L.A., and that's right, folks, we love L.A. So when you love L.A., you know, you're talking Lakers, Clippers, also Dodgers, Kings. But again, this is basketball, and I'm going to keep it fun. Because we love the Lakers, we love the Clippers, but these two teams are not the same team they were last year. But Randy Newman's got the same song because the bottom line, and they play it all the time at the Staples Center, is we love L.A. So let's let Randy Newman do what we do best for basketball in L.A., and that is just tell it the way it is. From the west side to the east side, Okay, thank you, Randy Newman. We love LA, but what has happened to the Lakers and Clippers? Um, boy, you know, I could get into that number thing, but I said I'm not going to because the numbers aren't pretty. Um, the scenario's not pretty. And I guess the big story, let's start with the Clippers. Well, we're going to get to the Lakers. Um, big story there, Kawhi Leonard has yet to uh, start the year. Uh, maybe that's a good thing if he comes back in full strength. This way we won't have that load management scenario, meaning that at the end of the season he's played too much and he's burned out, and come the second season he's toast. Um, load management has become a big thing in the city of L.A. because we have all these stars from way back when. Look at the Dodgers. They picked up the best pitcher in, in baseball, and um, you know they thought that they could win 
a World Series with Max Scherzer. Um, but load management, when it came to the World Series, what happened? What did he say? My arm's dead. That was a tough one. Since then, Scherzer's moved on. Let's stay focused on basketball. Load management. Clippers, um, Kawhi Leonard has not started. Um, that's put a big, a big um, load on, um, on Paul George, and he's been off and on. Clippers are playing 500 basketball. At least they're 14 and 12. They're a little in the ups, which is um, they, they don't have all the great players they did. Um, after those two, it's been really a more of a mooth, uh, youth movement thing again. So Clippers in the middle of the pack, nothing special. And then there's your Los Angeles Lakers because when it's the Lakers who won a championship two years ago, that's why we love L.A., because we won a championship with the Lakers and the great LeBron James, um, you know, Anthony Davis. But things have changed there as well. Um, now, as it turns out that LeBron has been off and on. Currently, he's back in the lineup. Same with uh, with Davis. So it's it's been a, a different season or a different look. The Lakers, who picked up a ton of talent offseason, but the old-timers. They picked up Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, um, Trevor Ariza, believe it or not, is on the team. He's just yet to play. I, he's on the injury list. At some point, we're going to hear from him. So they've got a lot of these old-timers coming to L.A., and let's put a little comedy, because I said we're going to add a little comedy. So we've talked about the Lakers and Clippers. They currently play at the Staples Center. Now, for you who have been following it, you know, we live in a corporate world, a corporate sponsor time, so to say. So the Staples 20-year uh, contract has come to an end. And quite frankly, when was the last time you've been into a Staples? Are they still around? We live in this digital world now. I don't even know if we need a real staple. We, we need um, attachments, a virtual attachment, so we can attach a file, send an email, and um, why have a meeting in person? Anyway, Staples Center, down and out. But it's a new world. It's a new world order. It's a new way. And so it turns out crypto is coming in, and they're going to take the name of the, the Staples Center. When I say crypto, that's crypto.com. That's the way money moves around the world now. Hasn't caught on um, as big in America as it has around the rest of the world. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs or good and bad with crypto. I won't go down that word. But the crypt. Keeper is coming into the L.A., I think, for the next 20 years. Boy, that's going to be awfully tough, huh? Yeah, let's go to the Crip Center and, you know, watch the old-timers hang out in the crib because it's the Crips. And now for those who caught one of my episodes a few uh, shows back when I was doing some real good comedy, you know, you might not want to use the word the Crip Center there or the Crypto Arena in L.A. because just right down the street, right there in Inglewood and Compton, they're still battling out. You got the Crips and Bloods going back and forth, you know. So the Crips say, yeah, look what happened. We got our own arena. Now the Bloods are going to say, oh, no, that's what you think. Wait till we get back into this game. So Crypto Arena is now the home of the Lakers and Clippers. Like I said, we're talking about Laker basketball. LeBron James is the king. Now, I'm a fan of LeBron, but I'll be honest. I, I call him the way I see him. I think he might get just a little special tr treatment because, you know, he's the king. And I'm thinking there's probably a few of you going, just a little? Are you kidding? Every time he touches the ball, if he doesn't score, they call a foul. And you're probably right. They 
probably do. Why is that? Is it because he's the king, the greatest, he gets that special treatment, or is he really drawing the foul? Everybody, I know a lot of people, they, they don't call him the king, they call him the queen. Oh, he's a queen, because if he doesn't score, he's a cry, he cries. There's a certain amount of truth to that, it very is, I see it. But still, it is LeBron's team, it is his home, he is now in the Crip Center, so he's got to babysit all these old-timers. And the funny thing that I've noticed is when they're um, when he's um, out or out on an injury or not playing, he's there on the sideline, and he's dressed in all these funky outfits, a little bit like Spike Lee on the other side of the country. But, but the point being is whenever there's a, a commercial break, there's LeBron James coaching the team. Who, has, who needs a coach when you got LeBron James? Because he's going to tell you the way this really works. So... Crip Center, Los Angeles, Lakers have yet to get it together. All these old-timers, everybody says the same thing, and I say it too. they got no chemistry. And when you've got no chemistry, nothing else really matters. Because, to be quite frankly, when you don't got any chemistry, it could just become one big toxic mess. And so far this year, up until now, the Staples Center has big one, big one big, been one big toxic wasteland. For the Lakers and Clippers, because we think that they're going to be winners. We want to see them, you know, be in the 60 or 70% wintile, if not more. But when they're playing 500 ball or less, um, that has a scratch in our head. Some of the other announcers are saying, you know, when it comes to the, um, the playoff pitcher or the championship pitcher, the Lakers and Clippers don't even really hold any weight in the conversation anymore. Keep in mind, it's a long season. A lot of things happen between now and then. But um, chemistry is, uh, is a funny thing. And when you don't have it, it, it everything else, no matter how hard you try, isn't going to work. Just ask the Dodgers. Okay, that's been those two teams. But now let's look who's been hot. And when I say hot, I mean be, besides our Lakers and Clips and the mediocre, there has been two teams that have been sizzling in the NBA in the West Coast, and that has been your Golden State Warriors and your Phoenix Suns. Have the Phoenix Suns peaked too early? I mean, what what was it? They were on a 18-game winning streak. That's an awful lot. I mean, that's an awesome streak. Um, to do that in the first 20 or 30 games of the season, uh, if they can keep up that level of play, uh, yeah, then by all means, they truly are phenomenal. And here's the bizarre part. As great as they've been doing, the other team who's done the same thing are the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, he's there. He's hitting threes. Did you see the three he did the other day in practice? He was up in the bleachers about halfway back, and he throws the ball 100 feet way up in the air, and sure enough, it ends up on the basketball court, nothing but net. Only Larry Bird could do such a trick shot. But Steph Curry does a trick shot, and Golden State goes out and wins again. Golden State Warriors are 21-4. and four. Those are your two teams in the West. Um, Utah is good. They'll come around. But Golden State and Phoenix on a whole nother level. Um, everybody else in the West takes backseat to them, including Dallas and Denver. Uh, let's just see how long they can hold up so far. And we're going to get to the East in a minute. But um, I, I follow the whole season not just the last 40 games when they start talking about MVPs. So, so far, I clearly think there has been somebody on an MVP caliber, 
And as great as Steph Curry is, and as many threes as he's hitting, um, you would certainly have to think his name's right there, and it is. But there's a silent person here um, that gets overlooked, and that has been Chris Paul. He has orchestrated his team. Um, Devon Booker, uh, the big thing, James Crowder, he got him going the right way. He silently does what he does. He scores his points, but he gets his rebounds, assists, and come down the stretch. Chris Paul is the one who navigates it and makes sure he wins. Um, Steph Curry can make that same argument because he's Steph. But um, I, I think so far I like Chris Paul in the MVP, MVP race this early in the season. Okay, now we're going to go to the East Coast. And yes, because East Coast basketball, for those who followed the show last year, know that I have some teams there that I like. And let's have some fun with some of them right now. That's right, East Coast basketball. And for those, like I said, who've been following me, my favorite team in the East are the Brooklyn Nets. And last year, boy, they gave us a great run. And once they had the dynamic three of Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant last year, they were clear they were on a mission. They picked up Blake Griffin because they were going to make it clear that there's no sleep till Brooklyn, so they get a championship. Well, they didn't get their championship last year. Came pretty close, game seven of the final four. But nonetheless, they're still, it's a new season. Your Brooklyn Nets are finally on top of things in the East, 17 and eight. Now, interesting enough, they're not sleeping in Brooklyn because they want to crack at a title again. It was those Milwaukee Bucks who took the title last year, for those of you remember. But something has happened to Brooklyn this year. Kyrie Irving has not, is, Kyrie, how can I put it? I, I want to keep it gentle. I, I want to be, you know, corporate friendly. Um, I, okay, screw all that. I am a comedian. It's the sports comedy show. Kyrie Irving's a head case. He can't get it together. And because of that, they don't have that magical three up front. So the no sleep in Brooklyn is like starting to take effect because now things aren't coming around so clear. And they need Kyrie Irving, although it appears they're going to trade him. Because without Kyrie, what they ended up with is no chemistry. And again, chemistry is everything. Without chemistry, it's just a big toxic waste. Now, let me elaborate on the point with them in chemistry. Go back last year to the Game 7 in Brooklyn, where they should have beat the Milwaukee Bucks. But all of a sudden, I think it was a game-time scratch. Kyrie Irving could not play. He, they took him out of the equation. It was Kevin Durant and James Harden. And you're thinking, that's okay. These two big guys can do it. But without Kyrie Irving, they did not have the chemistry. It clearly showed. I remember that game like yesterday. It was just a different team. And again, it was chemistry. And he brings that chemistry to that team. Um, so now they've got to find a new way to come up with chemistry. And they picked up some big boys. Um, you know, they got that little Patty Mills from the from San Antonio. Um, I believe Allridge has been, stepped up big. So Brooklyn needs to find that chemistry so they can get back to what they do best. best and that is just keep playing without sleeping in Brooklyn. Because as the song says... There's just no sleep in Brooklyn until they get themselves a championship. Now, there has been other teams, so let's keep looking around. 
because they, until they can get that chemistry and start sleeping. What about your team that was your uh, NBA champion last year, Milwaukee Bucks? The big Greek freak, and he is a big Greek freak, Iannis. Well, they're 16 and 10. They've had their fair share of injuries. Don't worry, unless there's major injuries, they'll be there when it comes to an end. So there's a surprise team, and that is your Chicago Bulls. They've got some young guns on that team, and they're popping threes. They like to pop these young guys. They're fourth um, overall in field goal percentage. So your Chicago Bulls, um, and I think it's going to last all year because they're young, they're quick, they've got a couple big names that's going to keep going. I'm not going to get into them. Um, we will later in the season. Um, if Once we get to like the halfway mark, if they're still up there, we're going to talk about them. Miami's trying to move up the, the, the charts as well. Jimmy Butler and his boys um, again um, are trying to come around. They've had some injuries. Bam Adebayo's been out. But they'll, they'll be around. We'll talk more about them a little bit down the road. But let's talk about another team that I used to love to talk about last year. And that is, and that is your Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I like 76er basketball, but it's been a tough road for them. They've, um, they're on a current three-game winning streak. Um, the big story there is Joel Embiid, whom I love, whom I thought was last year's MVP. Um, I was very disgusted with the panel. Is um, They gave it to Joe Kick over in Denver instead of... Um, Joel Embiid. So your Philadelphia 76ers, their problem, no Ben Simmons. And he brought chemistry. And when you don't have chemistry, I don't know if I've told you guys this yet or not. Um, well, first of all, in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid was trying to bring some freedom. He was trying to bring another championship. And they got pretty good, although they got upset by Atlanta in the playoffs last year. Philadelphia was looking for a little freedom. Remember the Philadelphia Freedom? They were actually, believe me, not a tennis team back then. But I attached them to the 76ers last year. The song I'm talking about from Elton John. Getting back to my scenario here by staying on point. Again, it's all about chemistry. And without Ben Simmons, um, they haven't had their chemistry. And do you know what happens when you don't have chemistry? It just becomes a big mess. It becomes a big toxic waste. And uh, the city of Philadelphia always has controversy, especially in football. There's always a quarterback controversy. Philadelphia loves controversy. Maybe that's why they're looking for the freedom. But um, they've got controversy. And without Ben Simmons, they got no chemistry. And without chemistry, you've just got a big mess. You've got, got no chemistry. And that's what's happening over there in the city of Philadelphia. So they've got to find a way to get their, their personnel in order. If he's going to stay or go, um, we don't know yet. Again, he, I think he's on the trading blocks as well. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I, I look for Philadelphia to be around because of Joel Allen Embiid in the end. Um, as I mentioned, I look for the Nets to be around and then the Bucks. So we'll have to see if Chicago and Miami can come around in the East. Um, but again, as I mentioned earlier, I think the West, those two teams, Phoenix and Golden State, on another level. So that's our first look at the NBA. Hopefully you kind of enjoyed the everything I did. Oh, wait, I forgot to give a plug. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show, but have you been to my website? Sportscomedyshow.net. Oh, hold on, i got a plug. I'm going to pull this plug up. 
SportsComedyShow.net is the official home of the Sports Comedy Show. Get on over there. I got some funny stuff out there. I keep the NBA page fresh. I'm even going to do some more here um, in the next day or two on the NBA, on the NBA page. Also, I've been doing video clips, and you can always uh, direct link to this podcast is SportsComedyShow.net on the talk radio page. Also, let's do a shout-out to all the affiliates. You know, the show originates on the Buzzsprout Network. However, you can catch me, um, I'm on all, all the big ones. I'm on uh, uh, Apple po- on Podcasts, which has really become the biggest of them recently. Spotify, which has signed a huge deal, um, is, um, is big with audio, going forward with audio or, or podcasting. I'm also on Pandora. Remember Pandora? Does anybody listen to music on Pandora anymore? Um, podcasting has become so big, a lot of these platforms are also adding podcasting. So I'm on those platforms. Um, Podchaser, I want to give them a shout out. And thank you for uh, keeping me alive and kicking. And then the big one, and it wasn't easy, um, but I'm there. And that's your iHeartRadio. And you know, I did a funny uh, spoof on one of my feature stories. Um, it was feature story um, number seven. It was called I Made a List. A funny story that something happened between the bus route and I. This was about a year ago, but it's still, I think, one of my funnier feature stories. So those who like to catch feature stories and don't want the nonsense of current sports, um, go back to um, my feature story podcast season one page, um, which you can find on the website, and listen to um, one called I Made a List. Funny story on there um, that I was uh, just talking about. So I I think you're going to like that. Um, And that was, okay, I was talking about iHeartRadio. I made a good, funny part uh, uh, spoof on iHeartRadio. It's not easy getting on iHeartRadio, by the way. You've got to go through all kinds of hoops and loops and, uh, and all kinds of questionnaires and stuff. And then, you know, four or six weeks later, the, the, they'll send you an email. So we'll get back to you in four or six weeks. But nonetheless, I did everything. I am on the iHeart. Uh, I appreciate that. Big shout out to those who listen to me on the iHeartRadio. So good stuff there. Okay, guys, that's been your show for today. We did a little NBA there. Why don't we go out with the same song we came in on because we all love it. We all love to whistle. And then you know the song. goes a little bit like this. Hey, maybe my whistling's not so bad after all, huh? I'll let you hear the song. You'll whistle probably a little better. Okay. Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, stopping by and listening to my podcast. If you like it, please tell a friend so we can help grow the show. I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show. Have a good day.